Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Mila Peach, who says, My partner told me he was excited to start a family, but went and had a vasectomy done in secret. I don't know how we can move forward from this. I, 22 female, have known I've wanted to be a mum and have a family since I was little. I've been with my partner, 24 male, for six years now, and he was aware of this. He supported it, but obviously wanted to wait to start trying till we were older. I felt the same given we were still young when we first got together and not in the position to start a family. But now we have both graduated from college, are working stable jobs and are engaged. Now that we are at this stage, we discussed and agreed to start actively trying for a baby. That was about seven months ago. He's known how badly I've wanted this and has seen how upset I've gotten each month when tests come back negative. But he always supported me and comforted me, telling me it'll all happen soon. But it didn't. Two weeks ago, he told me we need to talk. Those words never sound good and they weren't. He ended up telling me that he had a vasectomy performed while I was on a trip with my friends for my 21st birthday last year. While I respect his decision to do so, I still can't help but be hurt that he did this and yet kept telling me not to worry and it'll happen soon and how excited he was to be taking this step. I just don't understand why he couldn't have told me he wasn't ready or didn't want kids. Prior to us starting to try, I was on birth control and and we used other protection methods. I really thought we were on the same page about wanting kids someday and when we decided to start trying. I'm just in complete shock that he hid such a major thing from me. We haven't been speaking much and he's been staying with his brother since he told me. I don't know how we can work this out or move past this. I still love him but I'm hurt that he acted like nothing was wrong making me doubt if I even want to go through with our wedding now but at the same time I don't want to leave but spontaneous queen says it's easy to sit back and say girl you need to run he's a pile of walking red flags get out so instead I'm going to repeat what you have already said for seven months he sat back and knowingly did not tell you he had a vasectomy seven months snoogie b says this is a great example of what is called the sunk cost fallacy well, you're considering staying with this absolute bellend just because you've been together for six years. Girl, not getting pregnant by this man is a blessing. You're 22. Go live life for a little bit. When you're a little older, I am positive you will meet a real man who wants to have a family with you. Drop this lying sack of turds like a hot potato and go and have some fun. Duck Gamer says so he lied to you, betrayed you, destroyed your hopes of having a family with him. He does not want what you want. You want completely separate things. I think you need to accept that he is not the one for you. 
He doesn't love you or respect you as much as you think he does. GMMA says, there is no moving forward from this. That man looked you in the eye for seven months, knowing why you weren't able to conceive. He watched your heart break over and over again, and despite knowing he was responsible, he didn't say anything to you. How many times have you sat there with a negative pregnancy test and blamed yourself or thought there was something wrong with yourself? He did that. It's his right to decide he doesn't want children, but he had no right to subject you to that level of anguish. If he's the type of man that can subject you to mental and emotional heartbreak and not say anything for seven months, when he knows he can put an end to it, what else is he capable of? After expression says seven months, if it's a deal breaker, it's time to approach him and say, we need to talk and let him know that because of his actions, your ideals slash goals no longer align and that you need to follow your heart to a person that does share your goals and more importantly, someone that wants to actively participate in achieving those goals. And there was a fair few comments on this as well that was going down the route of his body, his choice, he should be able to do what he wants with his own body. But with that being said, let's move on to the update to find out what happened next, which says, I've gotten a lot of messages and questions regarding an update. I met to talk with my fiance this morning and figured I would share the outcome of that conversation, as well as answer a lot of questions I've seen in the comments or that I've received privately. I've received a lot of questions and comments about his body, his choice, and yes, I do agree with this statement. I said in my original post I respect his decision. It was his choice, his body, and his right to have a vasectomy performed. I never said I was upset that he had it done, but rather upset that when we began to start trying, he acted as though he had not had it done and kept it hidden, leaving me wondering why I couldn't get pregnant when he knew exactly why. That was the issue. I don't understand how that wasn't apparent. Further, I had a lot of questions about how I couldn't tell he had it done. I know nothing about vasectomies, so yes, I believed his claim of having it done when I was gone on a girl's trip for my 21st birthday. But comments about the healing time frame and follow-up testing made me doubt this slash doubt he had it done. The more I looked into the time frame of having the procedure done, I doubted him. Before all this came out, I never had any doubts in my partner. He was always very trustworthy, caring, kind, and loving. We rarely argue or fight and even when we have, it's been over minor things. I never saw any red flags and those in my personal life never did either. He was genuinely a great guy, which is what made not just leaving hard. We've been together for six years and we're set to be married in February. We have both invested so much time into this whole relationship as well as time and money into our wedding. So just ending things didn't feel that easy for either of us. We've been staying apart from each other to give us each time to cool down before discussing what this would mean for our potential to have a future together. We met this morning to discuss the situation, slash so I could ask him why he hid this and he shocked me even more. I blatantly asked him why had the procedure done when he began having doubts about having kids. His response was that he never doubted having kids but started to doubt his ability to have one slash get me pregnant. He followed this up by saying he never had the procedure and knew as little about them as I did. Instead, he had apparently discovered he had a lower than average sperm count due to hormonal issues at a recent doctor's appointment after he mentioned we'd been trying without any luck. This appointment was in August. He brought paperwork detailing and proving this to our meeting as well. He told me he didn't know how to bring the topic up and mentioned that it made him feel embarrassed. 
and since he was told he wasn't infertile and that we may just have a harder time getting pregnant. He said he was just hoping it would eventually happen so he wouldn't have to say anything. He says he regrets hiding this and regrets creating a lie to cover it. And I do forgive him. We did rediscuss having kids to which he ensured me is something he still wants. I feel relief knowing his concerns. Words of encouragement and comfort after every negative test was genuine and he did truly want them to be positive. When I asked why he created the lie of having a vasectomy rather than just telling me about the fertility issue, it again went back to him saying he felt a sense of embarrassment about the issue. He said he thought saying he had this on purpose would save him the embarrassment of not being able to get me pregnant. He claims his inability to do so these last few months has made him doubt his masculinity and that by creating the idea that he purposely chose to be sterile would make him seem like more of a man. While I don't fully understand this way of thinking, I guess I can slightly understand how these issues may have made him feel like less than when he wasn't and shouldn't have felt that way. I offered him comfort and we discussed looking into medical interventions as well as just continuing to attempt to conceive naturally. I'm not leaving my fiance. Yes, I was upset over his lie, but he deeply regrets it. We both still love each other, both still want to be married and both still want kids. We will, however, be looking into attending individual and couples therapy to get over this. We're going to postpone the wedding since it's only four months away. And in the meantime, keep trying to conceive naturally. We decided we will look into intervention methods after our wedding. I appreciate everyone's advice on my last post. Thank you. I'll try to answer any further questions in the comments, but hope this answers a majority of them slash clears everything up. Thanks. Now, the one thing that jumped out to me in that update is in the end where you were saying you're going to postpone your wedding, but you're going to keep trying for children in the meantime. And I was like, holy moly, really? But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, our next story comes from Am I the Asshole Dress, who says, Am I the Asshole for telling my wife she can't wear her wedding dress to my cousin's wedding and she doesn't have to attend if she does? Throw away fake names. We're both 25, by the way. My wife Amy and I got married a few months ago. My cousin Sam is getting married early next year to his fiancee Jane. Amy and Jane don't get along too well. They're fine in family events and stuff, but they don't run in the same circles otherwise. Amy's mentioned before that Jane doesn't want to be a part of their group and she's too shy. Amy saw what Jane's dress looks like from another cousin. 
I haven't seen it, but it's custom made, white and gold, and she thinks it's too much. The issue now is that Amy's come up with the idea to wear her wedding dress to Sam and Jane's wedding. She said she doesn't have time to go dress shopping and her dress isn't traditional white, it's pink. I said no, she can't wear her wedding dress to someone else's wedding, but she's insisting. I told her if she insists on wearing this dress, she doesn't have to attend. Amy got really upset and said I'm trying to control her and her dress should be reused instead of sitting in the closet. This has blown up and I just don't think you should wear your wedding dress to another wedding, regardless if it's white or not. I don't think I'm the arsehole, but Amy is mad. She told her friend and the friend also said I can't tell her if she attends or not. ETA, I've been looking online and I found this picture. That's similar to my wife's dress. Not exactly the same, but close if anyone wanted a reference. Let's take a little sneaky peek. Holy moly, that's a wedding dress. And it's one of those ones where I've got to come into it and I'm thinking, what is Amy thinking right now? You know, the family's already seen this dress before. They know it's her wedding dress. Is Amy not going to be embarrassed to turn up in this dress looking around? All the family members know she's turned up in her wedding dress. The thought of, <laughs> the thought of me turning up in my wedding dress to someone else's wedding. Holy moly. I'm just shriveling up thinking about it. And her saying that she doesn't have time to go dress shopping, it's early next year. I mean, she's got a couple of months at least. And with Amy's comment about Jane's dress and said it thinks it's too much, is she worried like she was trying to get her one up over her wedding or whatever? Was trying to show up her dressing, her wedding, you know, trying to be better than her. And so now she's going to try and get one back by wearing her wedding dress to Jane's wedding. Oh, it's just too much. But we're going to start off with little owl who says not the arsehole. What the fuck is wrong with her? This is basic knowledge and she doesn't have the time to go dress shopping my ass. Here are other solutions. Wearing literally anything else she already has. Borrowing a dress from a friend. Online shopping. Not going. She's definitely trying to steal the spotlight for no good reason. ETA, if you have the slightest hunch that she will do it, tell the bride. And if she does it, someone better have a glass of wine ready for an emergency dress staining incident. If she did insist on going, there's no way I would be able to go with her. That'd be just way too much for me. Dancer Whale says, I was on the fence until I saw the dress. That's a wedding dress, not the arsehole. She's already trying to shitster. I honestly wouldn't trust her to do some other petty shit on the day. I tell her she isn't going because her attitude has proven she can't be trusted. Ensure your cousin rescinds her invite too. She doesn't like it. Don't try to turn up in a wedding dress to someone else's wedding. Caters says, not the arsehole. It's a wedding dress even if the color is non-traditional. Most of the family will know it's a wedding dress. The audacity is astounding with this one. She can't even order a dress online or just wear a nice outfit she already has. Instead, she wants to wear her wedding dress to someone else's wedding. Be aware, if it's not this stunt, she could attempt another stunt somewhere else. I understand not liking someone, but that is no excuse for being disrespectful. Emotionally dented says not the arsehole. The bride is Opie's cousin. Of course she's seen Amy's dress and would know what it was. Amy thinks Jane's wedding dress is too much. It's a wedding dress. They're supposed to be too much. It is not Amy's place to make a comment on the gown or Jane's choices by wearing a pink wedding dress. Very likely Opie's whole family will be at this wedding. They will recognize the dress and it will likely damage a relationship with Opie's family because they will see her for a petty witch. It will take a lot of work to walk that back and gain respect again. 
This could also affect Opie's relationship with his cousin and family because they didn't stop her. And one more from Akasgotu says, Not the arsehole, it sounds like Amy might be trying to passively, aggressively bully Jane. She thinks Jane's dress is too much and that Jane is too shy. Neither of these things are any of her business and put together with the wedding dress situation, sounds like your wife is being petty and jealous. Opie replies saying Jane's dress is expensive and extravagant. What Amy said, and she thinks Jane's just trying to one-up our wedding and get people to like her. And someone responded saying, why does your wife think anyone cares about your guy's wedding or a dress this much? And Opie responded to that saying, it's cool, I'm not taking it as a dig and I agree. I really doubt the thing on Jane or Sam's mind is we have to upstage Opie and Amy. She and Jane have always had some issues. They actually went to the same college, different majors. She said something like how no one expected Jane to end up like this and she's taking pointers from our wedding, which makes no sense to me because from what I've heard from Amy, Jane's dress looks nothing like hers. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Couldn't imagine seeing that drama. Someone else turned up in their wedding dress at someone else's wedding day. Ooh-wee. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Fool for the Fits, who says, Am I the arsehole for not helping a neighbor when he came to my house asking for money? I, 28 female, may be the arsehole because I didn't help a neighbor in need. Last week, I answered the door to a random dude, RD. He's standing too close but was friendly and introduced himself as my neighbor. I didn't know him so I assumed he was new to the building. He starts a crazy story about how his business was broken into. The alarm's going off. He needs to get there and he has no cars because someone took his car with his wallet in. He needs a taxi fare. He has £10 and only needs £20 to get there. And will I be a good neighbor and give him the cash? I've run into situations like this before where someone on the street says they need money. I've always dealt with it by politely saying, sorry mate, can't help, and walking off. I've never felt anxious or cornered, even as a woman out alone. But this time, it happened in my safe space, and I immediately felt defensive. He's a stranger, I'm home alone, and he could block my door from closing if he wanted. I thought it was a scam, but even though I didn't know him, he could still be a neighbor. I didn't want to make him angry and run into him later. He talked fast, repeated everything, and didn't give me a chance to think. He tried to get me to leave the flat and go to the cash point with him. I kept saying no, and he started guilt-tripping me. I said he should find someone he knows for help, but he said I'm the only one around, so I need to come with him or give him cash. He then tried to give me some keys and said I could go to his flat and take what I want if I just give him the money. I can't close the door while he's standing so close, so I lie and say... I'll give him £20 if he lets me go write something up for him to sign as evidence. He agrees and tries to come in, but I say I'll be right back. I manage to close and lock the door, but I'm panicking. My heart's racing and I keep thinking, what if he does live here? But I didn't want to give him £20, so I say through the door, I don't know you, I don't want to lend you money, please leave. He freaks out, saying I'm horrible and he's a nice guy, then leaves. I ask the letting agent if he's a tenant, but I haven't heard back. I'm still on the edge and scared he'll come back. My husband thinks I did right, but a friend said he was probably in a tough situation and it wouldn't have killed me to be neighborly and I'm the arsehole for not helping him get to his business after a break-in. I thought he was scamming me. Is there a chance he was just in a tough situation? Edit, thank you so much for all the comments and messages. Feeling better about trusting my instincts now. 
I also reported the incident like many of you advised, so we'll see what happens. You said at the very end of this, is there a chance he was just in a tough situation? Of course, there's always going to be a chance, no matter how slim the chance may be. There may be a chance it was a guy in a tough situation. But there's no way, no way you're going to be the arsehole for looking after your own safety in this situation. The way he went about this is screaming some kind of scam at me. And as I was reading it myself, and I'm glad you did confirm at the very end there, so I was thinking, report this person and get their description, get something on record that there's a guy going about, possibly door to door, you know, because the likely chance that this is a scammer, there may be people who fall victim to this or worse, and your friend just sounds incredibly naive in this. But Melmoth Milton says, not the arsehole. You said what you said to close the door and be safe. Molly, you in danger, girl. You've literally never seen this man before. He could be a neighbor or he could be a predator. He wouldn't have been so angry if he were actually someone in need. Annoyed, upset, frustrated, sure. Angry, no. In my opinion, you were not in a safe situation and you did what you had to do to be safe. You did nothing wrong. There's a high probability he was scamming or worse, considering he was trying to convince you to leave your safe space and come with him. No, I wouldn't have done anything different. If you see him again, Tell him to keep his distance and he makes you feel unsafe. Tell him if he ever approaches you again, you will call the police. He could be the nicest guy in the world and you still did nothing wrong, but he's not because he tried to get you to leave your flat, to give him money and got offensive when you refused. You're in the clear. Good luck and stay safe. Cheers for the shiny friend. My squishy fishy says in quotes, it wouldn't kill you to be neighborly. Then goes on to say it has literally killed thousands of people. Thinking they were being neighborly. Let your idiot friend come and give this guy money. Never go anywhere with or give anything to anyone you don't know. Probably saved your own life by doing that. Not the arsehole. Jay Penelope says not the arsehole. Even if he wasn't trying to scam you, and it sure sounds like he was, you're not obligated to lend someone money just because they asked for it, especially a complete stranger. But for real, everything you described him doing, the sob story, the urgency, you're the only one who can help. Crowding your personal space all sounds like the con artist playbook to me. Jocelyn says, not the arsehole. The order is you first get to know your neighbors by introducing yourself when you move in. And only after that, after you've lived there for a while, you get to borrow a cup of sugar every now and then. And one more from Lander Holler who says, not the arsehole. You did the right thing. That was classic social engineering by that stranger. Trying to make his emergency your emergency so you will just act instead of think. Great job keeping your wits and putting your safety and comfort levels first. A call to the police would have handled both his alarm issue and getting to the scene. It all sounded like Harrod Bull because that's exactly what it was. If it wasn't, you would have heard him knocking on the other doors with that same desperation. As for your friends, sounds like they're in the market to buy some bridges. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Have you ever had a similar situation like that in the past? If you did, how did you deal with it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time, as always, means the absolute world. So thank you so much for being involved. Hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.